If heirloom tomatoes are the rock stars of the vegetable world, then their uniformly round hothouse cousins are the humble entourage. They may be less glamorous, but those regular old greenhouse tomatoes have a lot to offer, too. Now's the time to appreciate them, since the season for locally grown greenhouse tomatoes is nearly over. Here to talk about them is Ron Benagi III. He's a sixth-generation owner of Stokes Farm in Old Tapan, New Jersey. That's for this week's Last Chance Foods. Welcome back to WNYC, Ron. Hey, how are you? Good. So why should people appreciate greenhouse tomatoes? Are they better than heirloom tomatoes? I love heirloom tomatoes, so I'm well, coming at this slightly skewed. Yeah, that's tough. You know, then, nothing is, I don't think anything is as good as an heirloom tomato. You know, it's like telling somebody, what do you like better? Do you like steak or do you like filet mignon? You know, everyone's always going to say, you know, filet mignon, of course, but... Um, Greenhouse tomatoes, what's great about them is that it allows us to extend our extend our season, especially in the springtime, in the early spring. So we are able to have a crop earlier than when, say, when the heirloom tomatoes come out. Now, I should back up here because I am making a distinction between uh, a process and a, a variety of tomato. Can you grow heirloom tomatoes in the hothouse? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You, you can. Right. You can. But... The thing with heirloom tomatoes are is that for us, we don't have a very big – we have a big greenhouse but not big enough to be doing high production heirloom tomatoes because heirloom tomatoes don't produce – the actual physical plant doesn't produce as much as a hybrid tomato would, like a, just a regular red beefsteak tomato. Do you pick them in order to handle them and ship them yeah, easier? No. Well, that's the thing is um, I'm sure a lot of people are saying, you know, I hate greenhouse tomatoes. They're terrible. But – I think what most people are used to is getting the greenhouse tomatoes in the wintertime, like at Christmas and New Year's, and they're getting these greenhouse tomatoes that are shipped green, and who knows what they're doing to them. You know, maybe they're... Spraying them, probably. Yeah, and you don't know where they're coming from or how long they've been sitting, whereas our greenhouse tomatoes are picked when they're just almost ripe. They're like that orangey, almost red, so that way we pick them. Next day, they go to market. If you need, a, if you need them to sit a day, they could sit a day on your counter. So... When I'm looking for a good hothouse beefsteak tomato, what should I look for? Is smell any indicator? I know with peaches, no, that's have a you good seen, indicator. No, yeah, or melons I, I of ripeness. I think it's a myth with tomatoes because uh, most people don't know is like the tomato plant itself has a scent to it. Like when you smell the a tomato plant, the leaves. Yeah, oh, yeah. it has a, that smell of tomato. But I've never actually smelled a tomato and said, oh, this tomato has no smell. I don't, I, it's probably going to be terrible. But I, what we're really looking for is you're just looking for a nice, round, red. Um, if you want it to be a day or two away, uh, up at the shoulders where the stem is, you want it to be maybe slightly orangey. It could even be slightly green. A lot of farmers really depend on their tomato harvest as their uh, economic engine. How is this year's crop shaping up for you guys? It was actually great. The indoor tomatoes were great. Uh, what's obviously nice about indoor tomatoes is we aren't really too reliant on weather. And insects, do you have the same problems with the tomato worm in a hothouse that you would out in the field? You do. You that know. to me is like, that. that the, the tomato worm is in my nightmares. It's, that is just like the biggest, it's ugliest, the, it's, fattest. Those hornworms are, oh. are nasty. We try to just hand pick them. Oh, no. It's tough because they hide because they're like they're green and the plant is green. And you're like, okay, let's go in there. You get the gloves on and you start picking them off. And 
you think you got them all, and then the next day you go in and you pick off a hundred more. It's it's they're nasty nightmare. I'm yeah. five years old. <laughs> My dad is sending me into his uh, tomato patch to pick tomatoes, and I'm reaching in, and suddenly yeah. that green leaf. Your eyes sort of focus, and there's and it's not that a leaf. worm. <laughs> Yeah. Favorite recipe for a tomato or favorite thing to do with a tomato in your family? I'm going to keep it simple. My dad just likes a big slice, big slice, one slice on a, on a good piece of bread with a slab of mayo. And if it if it's juicing on your hands, you did it the right way. Ron Benaghi III is a sixth generation owner of Stokes Farm in Old Tapan, New Jersey. You can find him on Thursdays and Saturdays at the Lincoln Center Green Market. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. To learn more and to get a recipe from Stokes Farm for baked Parmesan tomatoes, click on culture at WNYC.org. Ron also answers my lightning round of questions for the 60-second stir-fry video series. You can find that additional web content on the Culture site, too. This is WNYC. WNYC.